Are you wondering if you're a workaholic or maybe you wear the badge of being a workaholic with pride? Well, this episode is for you if you think you are one or you know you are. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women. Welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Ralston, your host. Yeah, today we're going to talk about how to know if you're a workaholic and how it's hurting you. So I encourage you, first of all, go to the show notes where you're going to be able to do the how much of a workaholic are you quiz, because you probably, if you're listening to this, have a strong inclination that you are a workaholic. Now, in society, it's oftentimes that workaholics, it shows that you're passionate about what you do. You're proud of what you do. And we're kind in the position where we clap for you. We go, oh, wow, you're so busy. And oh, you're doing so many great things. And workaholics are often rewarded at work. They often set the bar so high that it is like work. The company is going, wow, they're such a model employee. They're working so hard. Yet there could be damage that is being done to themselves and to others. So let me go through a bunch of the different aspects of how do you know if you're a workaholic. I also encourage you to do the quiz so that you know how much of a workaholic are you. I'm also going to go through the different ways that it's hurting you. And then in the next episode, I'm going to go into more detail about some really clear, really simple ways that you can stop being a workaholic or at least reduce the amount of hurt that it's doing to you. So how do you know you're a workaholic? I'm going to go through 10 different things. I'm going to go through them pretty quickly, but with each one, I'm going to tell you how it's hurting you as well. And then, hey, if by listening to this, you're inspired to stop being a workaholic, wonderful. (laughs) Number one, you work longer hours than others. So maybe the way this shows up if you work in a company is you show up first, you leave last. In your business, maybe you are still working into the night. You maybe miss dinner because you're working or you don't finish your day till seven or maybe you finish at five, but then you go back to it for another round between maybe seven and ten. And for the moms out there, I know this often happens because your kids come home at three and so you're working later in the day. Now, working longer hours than others can lead to burnout, right? Plus, it's taking away the time that you have to be off. So you feel on all the time. Plus, it sets a precedence, especially if you are at a company where they come to expect you to produce that high level of work or that amount of work because you're at those amount of hours. And when you try to reduce the hours, you're not going to be able to get the same results. It's just not possible with the amount of hours. The second one is default is work, right? So you have a couple free hours here or there. You directly go to work. And I see this a lot in my entrepreneurs. You got a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. What do you decide to do? You decide to work, right? And so you're always turning to work rather than other things. So how is that hurting you? When default is work, 
That's the thing that consumes most of your time and your energy rather than the other things. And I'm going to get into that one next. So the third one is your fun and recreation part of life is lacking. So if we look at the wheel of life, I do a wheel with 10 different areas. And in that, when your fun and recreation part is lacking, it means you're not having fun. You don't have hobbies or other interests. And the issue with that, you're now looking to work for all your fulfillment. You're not growing as a person in other ways. And you're not able to just chill out and have fun and develop yourself and be able to, I find I'm going into a lot of the other points. <laughs> I'm trying to curb myself here. But when you don't have that fun and recreation, then it feels scary to take time off. I know that one of my clients in the past, she had really a lot of hard, hard time wanting to take time off because with no fun and recreation, she was worried about like, what am I going to do when I'm not at work? The fourth thing is you're always thinking about work, right? So you're at a dinner with girlfriends. You're thinking about work. You're maybe hanging out with your kids. You're thinking about work. You are on vacation. You're thinking about work and your brain is always on work. It just doesn't get a time off. It doesn't have that opportunity to say, okay, work is over here and fun is over here, and family's over here, it's just always going on in the background. That's stressful. You maybe are always in that kind of high-level adrenal gland cortisol pump in place. That can lead to the next problem. Number five, your stress is high. It's hurting you, right? When your stress is high, cortisol levels are high. Your adrenal glands are pushing. This causes you to hold weight. I am not a doctor, but I've gone through this myself. And so your stress is high. You're getting maybe headaches. You're getting body pains. You're maybe getting sick more because your body doesn't have that time to rest. And your mind doesn't have that time to be off. Number six, you don't take proper vacations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you, have you taken like a 10 day vacation, a one week vacation? Uh, what I've seen in clients is that they will book time off and they will fill those days with catching up on work or planning for the next quarter. That's not the intention of a vacation. That's not the intention of taking time off. Time off means not time on your work. <laughs> and you're like, well, but that's, that's what I like doing with that time. Well, maybe if you had the opportunity to lay on a beach or do an adventure, do a cruise, uh, go sightseeing, I don't know, learn how to cook Thai food, do a yoga retreat. Maybe if you had the opportunity to do that, then you'd allow yourself to have a proper vacation and you'd enjoy it. When we don't have that complete time off, it's hard to feel rested. You're not having something to look forward to. You don't have something different. And what I found on my recent vacation was I was able to connect more with who I fully am as a person, which was really amazing. The next one, number seven, you choose work over personal commitments. And so maybe on a Friday, you see that you have a doctor's appointment, but there's a report that you want to work on a little bit more to finesse it a little bit more. So you skip your doctor's appointment, or maybe you're not even making doctor's appointments at all. 
or you're not giving yourself the opportunity to go to the gym because you have work to do. You're not doing date nights. You're not going to your, your kids, maybe events that are happening through school because you're choosing work. Maybe on the weekends, you miss out on stuff because you choose to work rather than choose to do the things in your life that are more personal and important to you in that regard, because you're choosing work. Now, how does this hurt you? Well, it's kind of obvious with the doctor stuff. Maybe you're in pain and you need to do physio or do massage, and now you're not. And so (laughs) you're hurting even more, right? And you're also telling yourself that you don't matter as much as work does, that you're going to push these things aside, that they don't, they don't matter to you. And so your circle and your bubble of what life is like and what your experiences are get very, very, very small. Number eight, you even work when you are sick or hurting. I'll admit I've been guilty of this. I had a speaking engagement and I had food poisoning the night before. And so the whole night I was hugging the toilet bowl, uh, not literally, but I was hugging the toilet bowl and was sick all night. And so I still showered in the morning, got ready and off I went. Now, not ideal. I did push through, but it was for that specific occasion. Uh, But when I got COVID, I took a a week and a half off, basically reduced my hours. I canceled things. I just didn't try to push through. And any other time now that I'm sick or hurt, I really try hard not not to work. But when you do that, you risk the chance of one, making others sick. But two, the thing is that you are going to extend the life of that illness or sickness or injury because you're not resting think you can figure out uh, how that can hurt you, right? Number nine, you work through your lunch, right? Lunch, what's lunch? I just sit and eat at my desk. And I'm super guilty of this. I actually right there have my lunch dishes sitting there. And it happens, it happens. But when you don't take a break, then your brain doesn't have time to just reset and have quiet time. And so you fatigue a lot faster when you don't have that break. Plus, it's not good for your eyes and your brain to be staring at a computer or doing whatever you're doing repetitively or over and over again, without having that moment of rest. And the last one, you have a hard time unplugging from work. Anyone guilty of that? Anyone been out and receiving messages or kind of sneak off to the bathroom at a dinner to try and take a work call? Or you just, oh, I just have to send this email or I have to do this thing. Well, when you have a hard time unplugging from work, it means you're always plugged in. And when you're always plugged in, you're too easily accessible. People get access to you. People are constantly in your space and you don't have any time to just let everything go, to reset, to recharge, to rejuvenate. You're always on. So in these 10, which ones are the ones you have the most trouble with? I'd love to hear from you because what I'll do is not only will in the next episode, will I talk about some solutions that you can go through, but if you let me know which ones are most, the most hard for you to get rid of and the ones that you want some more strategy around, I will create some specific training videos on how to get rid of those specific aspects of being a workaholic. Now, I mentioned about the quiz, please do the quiz because it's going to let you know 
how you know if you're a workaholic and how much of a workaholic are you? That's kind of important because you're going to know if is this a problem or is this something that's I kind of have in check. I just have to watch it. So do that. That's going to give you some really great insight. And if you're thinking, Diana, well, I'd love to not be a workaholic. I just have so much work. Please know that we do have the virtual assistant made easy program where I hire a VA for you, a virtual assistant from the Philippines. I then help you and your VA to figure out what to delegate, what to pass off, how do you train them, all the tools. I set everything up for you in the tools area so that you can just jump in, use the pieces that I'm teaching you in order to be able to pass off and delegate work to your VAs. Some of the results my clients have had are being noticed and being invited to do a speaking engagement, had a client get three new clients in one week, Uh, another client in the program finished their book, another client is making their first course. And so there's so many opportunities to be able to not be a workaholic by passing off some work. If you want to know about more about that, please check the notes to find the link for not only the quiz, but for the VA Made Easy program. And if you would like to pass off your social media content creation and social media management through scheduling of your posts, then please reach out personally to me, Diane at DianeRolson.com. We have a very new, not fully launched program right now where we are going to provide those services where you just provide me with a you know short piece of content and I'm we're able to repurpose that right across the board. So it's going to take you about 60 to 90 minutes a week total to have all of your social media content created and posted by my VA team. Sound good? Okay, so stay tuned for the next episode where I am going to give you some solutions to how to stop being a workaholic because it's hurting you. And we want you to be at like the optimal level that you can be at. You like the episode? Please hit subscribe, share with a friend, and tell us what you think. Until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.